Good afternoon. Welcome to this afternoon's edition of the Rich Urban Show. I am your host, Rich Urban, coming to you from historic Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. And today's show is on the great fraud, the COVID-19 agenda, one year later. So here we are a year out. About one year ago, starting on March 8th, I did an eight-part series entitled, just as I said, The Great Fraud, the COVID-19 Agenda. And unfortunately, basically everything I was talking about has played out. You know, this was a usually fraudulent agenda around COVID-19. So we find out, you know, I was talking about in uh, some of those episodes, the uh, numbers were completely off. And you can see that even right now in the actual statistics. I mean, for instance, if you're under the age of uh, 19, you have a three thousandths of 1% chance. That would be 0.0003%. In other words, nothing. And then for those aged 20 to 49, 200 to 1%, that's 0.0002%. One half of 1% for 50 to 69, 5.4% for senior, 70 and older. So this is, the, so the whole concept of the disease is wrong. Everything is exaggerated. A recent study showed, well actually it wasn't so recent, that was back in the fall, that actually if you were counting COVID-19 cases by the standards they had before, they came up with these new, you know, reporting requirements, then there would only be like, less than 10,000 cases instead of 125,000. So the whole thing has been manipulated, you know, and has been a, a fraudulent practice going on. So at that time, I proposed a three-part filter to understand the crisis. One, whatever policies are being promoted, do they promote freedom of conscience and the purpose of creation? In other words, God's purpose of creation, forming families that are God-centered. Is the information that's being presented, secondly, is it honest? And thirdly, is it based on love and respect? And a lot of what is going on now is based on fear, you know, making people afraid. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to die. You know, so that is a real dividing point in how people view, view this. And the whole thing about wearing masks, I mean, multiple, multiple, multiple studies have shown that masks they don't prevent the historical data. They don't prevent influenza. They don't prevent, you know, spread of COVID either from those who have the disease you don't. You don't, you know, traditionally masks have been used in medical settings to prevent, you know, people like spitting or whatever, drooling or something into a wound so it doesn't get infected when, you know, someone's under surgery. That's what masks are for. So the whole thing in West Virginia, it's a... I don't know, a tragic comedy that it's not really funny that in West Virginia, you know, the legislature couldn't even pass the review of Governor Justice's um, mandates have been going on for one year like he's some kind of god or king or something. This guy, a uh, misnamed guy, uh, Trump, Senator Trump, you know, vetoed that. Senator Blair, maybe one or two other senators that screwed everything up, the House overwhelmingly passed it. I mean, that is crazy. That's ridiculous. There's no science behind that, Governor Justice. Where's your science, Mr. King Justice? No, zero, wrong. So, so you know, this whole, the whole thing, and now the really, really, really most dangerous thing is these 
as again, I was talking about a year ago, of course, other people are talking about it, both the left and the right, about the whole vaccine passport idea. Now, I was just listening to my own words from a year ago that, you know, that was very much like the Communist Chinese, Chinese Party's vaccine tracking that went on in Wuhan. And here it is. They're proposing it here. So can you imagine if this passes in any state or United States, then say you can't go in a restaurant without a COVID card. You can't travel without a COVID card. You can't do, you know, who knows? Maybe you won't be able to buy groceries without a COVID card. You know, they'll say, oh, well, do you have your vaccine passport? Sorry, can't come in. You know, this is insane. If people don't see the danger of this, maybe they should move to Wuhan and enjoy the wonderful life they have over there in China. This is crazy, insane. So at the state level, we need to pass laws. And fortunately, unfortunately, our legislative session just ended. Yeah, there were some good strides made. But, you know, all the really, really uh, bills like the we're reeling in the governor's mandates, that failed. Uh, you know, the um, some good things are passed, like the school choice bill, which will provide people a chance the money will follow them, like in private schooling, will be phased in over time. But our basic constitutional freedoms weren't protected. And as you know, West Virginia is a state that already has vaccine mandates. And now the governor is, I mean... In West Virginia, they still haven't been able to roll back even the governor's, you know, endless mandates and stupid mask mandates and closures of businesses. The very governor who notoriously said in February of 2020, oh, go out and eat at Bob Evans. And then two hours later, he said, oh, my gosh, somebody got COVID. Shut all restaurants down right now. We're all going to die. What it, our governor's idiotic. No, I'm not ashamed to say that. It's idiotic. And that's basically the way he's been handling these pronouncements for last year. Show me science, Mr. Governor. It says mass work. There is none. Hello. Show me science. It said kids shouldn't be in school. Now, I do know that you pivoted after President Trump was defeated. By the way, we all know you're actually a Democrat, not a Republican. You don't believe in the true Republican agenda of freedom and God-centered rights. But in any case, now the eighth graders go to school, but the ninth graders still may or may not be in school. Of course, that's all very scientific, not. It's ridiculous. So what's this about? It's really about control. Who's controlling people? Open your business. Don't open your business. Go to a gym. Don't go to a gym. Oh, you're not going to close your business? We're going to lock you up. Oh, you go to church, we'll lock you up. Now, I know in West Virginia, they said, oh, we'll exempt churches. Great. Okay, great. I can go to church. Wonderful. I mean, I'm not saying that that's bad, but if I have a business and, you know, it was a restaurant, I had to shut down or even permanently close my business. Wonderful. Wonderful rule. You know what this is? This is pandering. This is quasi-pretending. Oh, yes, we respect religious rights. Just if you have a business, you just have to keep it closed or we'll arrest you. Oh, that's not an imposition of your rights, is it? Oh, my gosh. But remember, West Virginia is a state that requires and forces parents to give all vaccines for school attendance. And this hasn't been rolled back at all for the last three, four decades, however long that's been going. 
Well, I know the fact has been going, you know, for at least three plus decades. They've had some, some of these um, these uh, school mandate restrictions, probably four plus decades. You know, even in the probably since the sixties. And West Virginia, along with Mississippi, has had these. So, so unfortunately, you know, this isn't about people's uh, conscience or freedom of uh, choice. Rather, it's about control. Did you know that actually in the VAERS, that's the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, there's been more people, way more, like 10 times more, killed with the, the uh, COVID-19 vaccines just in three months than in the whole year of all other vaccines. Like there are 166 vaccine deaths from all other vaccines and now there's been 2,000 plus just from the COVID-19 vaccines. Did you know that the AstraZeneca vaccine, which is in Europe, was pulled by many countries because it caused blood clots? Now there's been fatal blood clots caused by the Johnson Johnson vaccine. Do you know that these vaccines aren't even really vaccines? They're experimental biologicals. They're approved under experimental. They're not been approved for any disease. Read, read up on it yourself. They're approved. They're allowed, not approved, under FDA rules, CDC FDA rules that say that, you know, they're uh, for experimental use. But do they tell people that clearly? How about reading the vaccine insert where it says that things like, you know, um, anaphylaxis and many other serious and fatal adverse reactions can occur. So this is definitely an instance where the cure is way worse than the disease and as i said like a year ago you know why do they want people to wear masks it's about control even the the world health organization said that like last uh, april a year ago a year ago that oh well you know there's no real proof that masks really work but you know it'll get people used to following government control and mandates well even people on the left like naomi wolf you know who probably wouldn't agree with them much, she, you know, is also making the point that it's TAPS if we accept a vaccine um, passport system. So what if you can't travel if you don't have one of these passports? Plus, what about the fact that these COVID tests are, they're not even proper tests. A PCR test was never meant to, uh, how do you say, diagnose any disease. We all know that if you run it through there enough times, Everybody's positive. 90% of people are positive, even though they're not positive. It's complete, it's complete fraud. These people like Fauci should be in jail, as I pointed out like a year ago, you know, not constantly making contradictory statements, you know, about, about the different uh, vaccines. So we really have to be aware of, you know, what is going on and also the danger of this and fight that. And whether it's, you know, President Trump, who was ill-informed on the issue, you know, he was one touting all these vaccines. He did eventually put Fauci more to the side and got him off his whatever daily briefings. But anyway, he didn't really get the vaccine thing. He didn't really get it. And you know what? Those actually, you could say directly or indirectly, that the whole vaccine situation caused the election fraud. It was an indirect cause, but in a way, it was all connected 
because that was the excuse they used to say, oh, no, we can't have any observers in here. We're all going to die. You don't have your mask on. Or even if you do, stand back six feet or 15 feet, 20 feet. Oh, I can't see the ballots. Oh, I'm sorry. That's too bad. What a farce. What a criminal activity. So this is a great, probably the greatest fraud. I was pointing out already previously that the whole vaccine thing should be inve investigated for crimes against humanity. The fact that all these vaccines are pushed on people and all these injuries are occurring under the guise of public safety. And now it's come really out in the forefront. So no, don't take a COVID vaccine. I would say basically if you're under 70 and healthy, not I would just say, but also uh, like America's Frontline Doctors has said that clearly and many other doctors, but, you know, don't even, you know, consider taking the vaccine. You know, I mean, if you're older, you might consider it. But then again, a lot of people, even like Hank Aaron, right after getting the vaccine, they died. Of course, no, there's no connection to prove that because a day after they got the vaccine or three weeks later or even a day later, they died. It's just a coincidence. Can you prove it? Well, golly, even if they cut the people up and did an autopsy with every possible way, you couldn't necessarily prove that. Use common sense. People were perfectly healthy. They got the vaccine. They dropped dead. Okay, we can't prove it. Okay, well, you go ahead. If you want to be a guinea pig with these experimental biologicals, get them. I don't think most people would volunteer to be a guinea pig. They actually think that these are proven, quote, unquote, We've been brainwashed, many people, in this safe and effective vaccine. Oh, my gosh. You know, that is so far from the truth. You know, if it wasn't dead serious, it'd be laughable. So, you know, do be aware of these things. Get off, of course, the media that's promoting all this, this uh, false information about, you know, COVID-19, these uh, numbers. You know, as I was saying a year ago, and it's proven true, you know, most of the people who die from the disease have like two and a half, 2.5. Anyway, more than two or three comorbidities. So could, you know, if an older person gets the, the uh, and they're ill, sickly anyway, could they die? Yeah, but they also could die from the flu or they could die from pneumonia or many other things. And in fact, maybe who died from those things were, were diagnosed, not diagnosed, but designated as dying from COVID because of the trumped-up reporting. So this is really nothing more than a coup, a coup to take over our lives. And, you know, if you thought the presidential election was a coup, which it was, well, this is a uh, – the, the coup was already going on. You know, people were ready, people being Mr. Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci, who's nothing basically but a puppet spokesman for Bill Gates, who's conflicted from receiving many, many millions of dollars through his institution – who actually illegally, you know, his, his organization most likely illegally funded the Wuhan lab, you know, for the research into this gain of function. Why would you want to take dangerous vi or viruses generally and see if you can make them dangerous? What's the purpose in that? Uh, maybe to enslave humanity, make up some false thing to enslave humanity. So again, as I said, to conclude this, you know, monologue is that, you know, it's really a God versus no God issue. First of all, if you're following God, you're not afraid of death. So does that mean you're stupid? You don't wear your seatbelt? If there's a cliff, you're going to step off and die? No, what it means is you're not controlled by the fear of death. 
Jesus gave his life up because for humanity, he wasn't controlled by the fear of death. So this all, this, this spirit of fear, and you know, we probably have all experienced that at different times. You know, if you get in a mindset of fear, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die, then it takes away your rational senses to some extent. So, you know, we need a godly viewpoint. Do the policies promote God's purpose of creation, which is to have loving families centered on God? No, they don't. They keep people apart. You can't see their face because they have a miracle. You're afraid. You keep your distance from someone. You don't know if they're going to cuss you out. And it makes this terrible atmosphere. Who is even talking much? By the way, these topics, of course, are being talked about. But in the mainstream media, people aren't even talking about the terrible social consequences of this building of this distrustful environment and breaking people apart. Oh, no, you can't touch your grandpa. You might die. Or you can't see them. Or, this, you know, I mean, golly. You know, you could even think about this way. In the worst scenario, well, first of all, yeah, I mean, if you can, you know, try to help the elderly, like especially in nursing homes, prevent the spread by being careful and, you know, having screening and stuff. Of course, that makes sense. Of course, Kiomo, Governor Kiomo did the opposite and other governors, so they should be in jail for their crimes. But the point of the matter is a lot of things are being really uh, twisted. So one, does it promote freedom of conscience and purpose of creation? No, none of this promotes freedom of conscience. It's taking away your freedom of conscience. It's taking away your ability to raise your children without interference already by things like letting 12-year-olds. Can you imagine places like D.C. and other states, too? They actually want 12-year-olds to consent to vaccinations, not just COVID, any vaccination, without the parents' consent. Do you think a 12-year-old has enough you know, uh, life experience to decide what could be uh, even life and death things? Well, it could be because sometimes there are adverse reactions to vaccines, especially COVID. That's insane. And in D.C., as I point out many, many times, even 12-year-olds can decide to have abortions. Can you imagine? I.e., without their parents' consent. Who are the people who made these laws up? Are these godly people? Hello? You answer that yourself. Is it honest? Has Mr. Gates, Mr. Fauci, Mr. Gates' IMHF Institute the Oxford have they been honest about the cover? No, they've given us this all oh, false ideas, not ideas, false statistics on the numbers that were just wildly false. I mean, they, you know, if it wasn't something funded by Bill Gates, they would have gone out of business completely. You know, oh, I guess it's a nonprofit, whatever. You know, completely dishonest. And the whole whole narrative about the masks, you know, no science behind that. The whole narrative about not having kids in school. You know, why not have the kids in school? What's the point? The teachers are going to die? You know, unless the teacher is immune compromised, like they have AIDS or something, which they could get some medical exemption to be out of school, you know, that's crazy. As we've already said, the numbers are, you know, basically zero. And for children, you know, point zero 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 zero, Insane. It's politics. It's people playing games. Not, you know, and then finally, is it based on love and respect? No, the whole, the whole situation is based on fear, you know, fear of death, you know, and making people distrust other people. 
and causing a, a terrible culture. And at, as I pointed out many times, you know, people like Bill Gates, he is for depopulation. He is for vaccination. Ironically, as I said before, like the DPT vaccine, which kills children, and Mr. Gates knows it does, well, his foundation still promotes that vaccine. So you could say without, you know, hyperbole that he is for killing children. And he is for killing children in the sense he also supports Planned Parenthood. So is this a man who, you know, we can uh, trust? He's acting out of love, respect, promoting God-centeredness. No, he wants to be God himself. You know, extend life through artificial intelligence. You know, make patents on implantable chips and give them a vanity number of 666, his chip patent. You know, he's like it's laughing at God, like, ha, ha, ha. The 666, yeah, I'm the 666, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, okay, Mr. Gates, we'll see who has the last laugh here. Anyway, nobody makes a fool out of God, but that doesn't mean we have to or should not fulfill our responsibility. So we have to absolutely make sure that in our individual states, you know, although um, Naomi Wolf has a website, although I certainly wouldn't agree with her on her sexual ethics or anything like that, I do agree with her. We need to pass laws that promote freedom of conscience, freedom of religion, and absolutely we can't have vaccine passports. So unfortunately, that was not approved in the West Virginia legislature, but I will actively be working on that over the next year, you know, and also to, to uh, get rid of these mandates and any senators or representatives that are up that don't promote a freedom agenda like Trump in the Martinsburg district. He needs to go. He's the wrong Trump, I guess. You know, anyway, Blair, the Senate president, he needs to go. So as those guys come up for election, they need to be out. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this follow up on the COVID-19, the great fraud, the COVID-19 agenda. After one year, we see we're in a very, very serious situation here. But we can win if we take action and stay alert and be aware and to overcome a spirit of fear with the spirit of life and love and be God-centered. So thank you for listening. I'm your host, Rich Urban, coming to Restore Harper's Ferry. Do be blessed, and we'll see you next time.